0: Today's Leading Women episode 538 with the wonderful Diane Pollack. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Yes, women of the world, Let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Diane Pollock. Diane Pollock comes from a 20 plus year career as a clothing designer in the corporate world. Now she's an entrepreneur helping women with all their styling needs. Her business is Style and Power, a wardrobe consulting and personal shopping service for women in New York City. Whether you are too busy to shop or just need help putting it all together, Style Empower empowers women to feel confident in their dress. You do not need to be a celebrity to get styling help. Style Empower is an affordable luxury for the everyday woman to save her time, stop the overwhelm, and create outfits they feel empowered in. Having designed for all types of women, she understands her customers' needs, tastes, and budgets. Diane has been trained to ex. Track the current trends and filter them into an understandable way that her clients can feel new and on trend without feeling out of their comfort zone. Her work is based on the client's needs, Mm -hmm. lifestyle, budget, and personal taste, aka style for your lifestyle. To learn more, visit www.styleempower.com. That's S-T-Y. L E M P O W E R dot com. Women of the world, Miss Diane Pollack. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: I am delighted to have you on the show and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So Toyan, I really like what you're doing with your business, especially with style and power. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide a conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool Questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind a niche?
1: Sure. Well, I have to say, when I started, I sort of went in blind. As mentioned, I came from a 20 plus year career as a clothing designer. So I had always worked in corporate before. And um, I really thought, oh, going into wardrobe consulting and personal shopping was, was very focused. And that other than, you know, Understanding my finances and balancing my books, that's all I needed to do as an entrepreneur. But I did not realize that it involves sales, marketing, social media, speaking, blogging. The list goes on. You need to uh, be involved and knowledgeable in, in many, many other things. So it's been a learning experience um, and it's, it's been great.
0: Mm, I love what I'm hearing about your business. And that's the beauty of having that expertise, that experience that you have and uh, transitioning from a corporate world to being your own boss, to being an entrepreneur. But what continues to inspire you doing this business?
1: Well, I have always had the passion for fashion, which is when I got into design. But I really realized a couple of things. First of all, working for somebody else. I, didn't, I, I enjoyed fashion, but I didn't have the same passion for my everyday work as I do owning my own company. Um, and with that said, the other passion comes from the concept of when I know that I look great, and I look at myself w- walking out the door and feel like I can conquer the world, I want to inspire that same confidence in other women. So the concept behind Style Empower is that it's not, you know, fashion isn't just superficial. It actually, when you look great, you feel great. You radiate confidence, and other people perceive you that way. So there's a whole psychological aspect to my business. And not every woman has the know-how to put it all together. And I help uh, my clients feel, feel that great uh, confidence of, of walking out the door and knowing that they look great.
0: Wow, what an inspiration that one is, I mean, nothing is so inspiring than being able to help other women, other people to feel confident and I agree with you, feeling great, looking great really comes from the inside and if you're able to tap into that one and helping them with their clothing, for example, because that really helps your confidence, build that confidence when you know you feel good, you look good and you feel great inside and out, great inspiration there. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from?
1: Okay, one thing that I hear a lot about uh, in business is fear. And I don't want to say that I have 100% lack of fear in business, but there are plenty of things that I do every day, even, for instance, this interview. And uh, you just sort of jump into it, and you don't, you don't really think about it and get all caught up and worried about it. You just kind of go for it. So sort of putting your fear at bay and conquering your fears really helps. So I would say that is number one. And number two, which we touched upon is is my passion for my work. Uh, I, I know that people constantly as I'm meeting them, they say, "Oh, I love your passion and your enthusiasm. I can tell you that I don't think anybody said that to me when I was working in the corporate world before. So uh, even if you don't think that you're passionate, I think it can come out in your work when it when your business is your own baby. And uh, finally, uh, what has what I'm very fortunate about is that I am just a very low-stressed personality. So even when things go wrong, I generally am able to brush off most things. I'm not going to say that there aren't certain things that push my buttons, but it has definitely been a very uh, helpful uh, thing throughout life in my business and in life to have a very low-stress
0: sort of uh, even keel personality mm, so that's confidence passion and enthusiasm i love those qualities that you shared with us and the good thing is that these uh, qualities or these traits that um diane just shared with us we can all cultivate and adapt them into our lives all right let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur you know as entrepreneurs you, We have challenges or we face challenges that define our being and to get through those challenges takes a very special person and our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building your business and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today?
1: Okay, well, one of them we had touched on a little bit, and it's the concept of that I thought I was just going into a very straightforward business. And there were all these other aspects that you need to learn as an entrepreneur that I just was not aware of. So that is definitely a challenge. Uh, you know, not everybody is good at everything, uh, but some of it you can you can really learn and, and work on the areas that, you know, you're not as good at. So one way that I've done that is that I go to tons of lectures and entrepreneur groups and networking groups and really Talk to like minded women and get ideas from them, give them ideas, get information. There's usually experts speaking at these events. So I have just been gathering along information and meeting people and connecting people and being introduced to people. Um, Everybody's here to help each other, and um, it's just a really great way uh, to to get help and help each other and learn along the way.
0: Hmm, yes, absolutely. I mean, I the business side of the business, I mean, we entrepreneurs are creative individuals. I, uh, I um, That is one trait that I know we all share, but there's also the other side of our business that needs our attention as well. The business side of that, and like, for example, technology, sales, marketing, oh, administrative stuff, other things that you know, we have to learn or we have to get somebody to do it because that's a crucial part of our business. And the good thing is that when we're sharing these challenges and how we're able to overcome them, we learn from each other. So let's learn from the challenges and how Diane was able to overcome them so that when they do happen to us, we now know what to do. Alright, let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is, How to click on and click off and create that work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business?
1: Right. So I think having a certain amount of discipline and a schedule is really important. You want to, you know, try to wake up uh, every time, every day at the same time. You want to create a to-do list. Uh, You want to have certain morning rituals that will help you set the path for your day. But with that said, I have found as an entrepreneur that I also need to be extremely flexible. Appointments are constantly canceled, changed, and every day is a different a different schedule, a different meeting, a different type of day. So you need to be very within within your regiment, you need to be extremely flexible. Um, For me, I try to, I work mostly on my desktop when I'm I'm working at the computer and I try to shut that down around 6 p.m. That does not mean that I am not going to networking events in the evening, Um, but it's also a trade-off because during the day, I feel that I need to get away from the computer and so sometimes I'll be able to do personal errands and that sort of thing during the day. Uh, and the same thing, sometimes you have to click on, on the weekends just to, to check things off, but you make a trade off. Maybe one day you can take a personal day for yourself because you're, you're doing a couple of things over the weekend. Uh, let's see. I also try to go to the gym three times a week. A very good thing is to look at your calendar and actually schedule it in like an appointment that, uh, make sure you save time for it and actually get there, put the same type of appointment reminders on it. Um, and I'm also very fortunate because my business has a lot of crossover with my personal life and interest. So for instance, I can be reading fashion magazines, shopping in stores, Or even when I I read my personal emails at night, sitting on my couch with my legs up and on the couch and my desktop on, I'm able to send different fashion items over to Pinterest and everything. So in essence, I'm doing a little bit of work, but I'm not even feeling like it. Uh, But you should try to really, really shut off when you can. And sometimes it is a barter between the weekend time or the evening time, but then being able to do personal stuff during the day.
0: I love those uh, tips that you shared with us. I mean, I'm a big proponent of having that schedule, structuring your days that you know exactly what you do from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. Having that morning rituals, especially for yourself, you know, carving out that time, that ritual for yourself, that is truly, I believe, is one of the greatest thing that I learn as an as an entrepreneur creating the ritual and following it on a daily basis and which is really focusing on me, on on self-care before I even touch my business. Really huge. So find that ritual that you do, whether that be going to the gym, doing your journals, doing your meditation during or just, you you know, having that quiet time for yourself. Anything that really helps you ground yourself so that you are ready for the day. And of course, physical activity. That's really important. Scheduling your time at the gym, not just your business, but your personal time. Do that one well, being flexible—that is huge, and that is one of the perks of being in business because you can be flexible where it's needed. But it's also important to know when to shut off and when, especially when you're working from home. It's so so hard it's so difficult to shut that one off. But it's really important to find that line the, and, and that and that boundary so that you don't cannot be just working and working and working without put, carving out time for your the other areas of your life that are important great takeaways there. All right, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well and where that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you and what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? Okay, so
1: success To me is just a lifestyle that I love being able to afford. They always talk about money as a tool um, and being able to afford the things that I enjoy in life, travel, restaurants, shopping, a great apartment, uh, so on top of all of that lovely lifestyle, you also want to be able to give back. And I am actually very much enjoying helping other women entrepreneurs in all of the things that I have earned, learned. So uh, giving back can be in many ways. It can be an in information. It can be monetarily, etc. Um, let's see. Uh in my business, what it means is that you don't have to try quite as hard to market yourself and sell because you'll have returning cl- clients referrals. Um, it means also with all the things that we talked about that you need to do as an entrepreneur, You are not good at everything and you don't enjoy everything. I can say that for myself, and I think a lot of other people feel that way. So, at that point, it's being able to pay other people to do these things. For instance, for me, I am not a technology person. And to pay somebody to do technology for me is a true luxury. And with Paying people that can also be part of your personal lifestyle. I have a housekeeper. Cleaning is not something I'm good at, that I enjoy. And to me, it is worth it to pay someone to take care of that for me. So, you need to um, find the things that you enjoy and do them, and pay for, you know, when you're successful enough, pay other people to do the other things that they may be the experts at, and it will save you time, and you can spend more time on the things that you enjoy.
0: I mm, love your perspective on success. I love those examples as well. I mean, success is about being able to create the lifestyle that you want while being able to give back in many forms. And you are giving back by by I mean here by by, uh, sharing your your tips sharing your stories sharing your journey to our listeners that's one way of giving up giving back it's not just about monetary because that's uh, a lot of us equate giving back to monetary equivalent but it's not just the monetary equivalent but being able to mentor others being able to help other uh, whoever your client is get what they want in life get what they uh, what they desire great perspective uh, there that you shared with us. Let's learn from how Diane um, um, coined that success. And this is really a a relative term. So I challenge you, our listeners, to really ask yourself uh, what success means to you and really listen to your heart. And I would love to hear your what success, what definition success is. And if you can share that one to our community here at today's leading women, that will be awesome. So that our other listeners and other uh, and the people in our community can, uh, can uh, learn from you as well. It's a great perspective there. Now, I know you've given us a lot of tips already, but I'd love for us to talk about one of the highlights of our show. And that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past.
1: Okay. Well, I think the um, number one most important thing is to surround yourself with other entrepreneurs. I, you know, as I mentioned, came from the corporate background and I didn't understand many things until I was on the other side. I didn't understand... As much, I didn't think about the concept of referrals as much as really trying to, to help people out in their businesses. If I needed something and knew someone, great, but I never realized the importance of it. So entrepreneurs have a very different head and they're also often struggling with the same type of things that people in the corporate world are just not aware of. So you need to be in, in a community of like-minded people where you can gather information, where you can create referrals, uh, all of that type of stuff. And there are certain types of things that I all learned as an entrepreneur that you want to find certain people that will help you in certain areas. So for one, I have an accountability partner. So this is somebody that I write a weekly list to and tell her everything I have accomplished that week above and beyond my regular things that I do every week. Um, how many, I don't know, whatever it is, things, you know, and it also depends what's important to you and how many, what's on your to do list for that week. And some certain things have certain offers, um, That, for instance, I need to make a a consultation offer to X amount of people a week. So that is on my to-do list, and I am accountable to my accountability partner for that. And she shares back comments and feedback. So that's an individual that I'm accountable for. Then there are mastermind groups, which is a fabulous idea because as many people um, in the entrepreneurial world, you're sort of thinking to yourself and in your own head. So a mastermind group really helps you to throw out your issues and your questions to other people and get it from a different perspective and hear what other people have to think of that you might not have thought of. So accountability, mastermind. Then it's always nice to have somebody who's your greatest cheerleader and is just going to support everything you do and every email you send is wonderful. That's always a nice thing to have. And then on the flip side, you need somebody who is the good person, the go-to person to console you when things don't always work out that well for you, that in that particular event. So accountability, mastermind, cheerleader, and console people. And then amongst all of that, just be in groups of entrepreneurs that you can learn with and help each other out. Uh, so that is, is, is sort of category number one of uh, the tips. Category number two is to ask for help. Uh, there are so many people they talk about all the time, people that are afraid to ask for help. Well, personally, like I said, I don't like technology. I'm thrilled to hand it off to to other people. But there are many people that are micromanagers or just just don't feel confident asking for help. And we all need help in different areas uh, because we didn't go in um, being the expert on everything. So I definitely say ask for help. And then the last thing um, that I have heard a million times is... If something doesn't work out, you don't want to say that you failed, you want to use it as a learning experience and make the next one bigger and better.
0: Mm, Love those tips that you shared with us. Let me just summarize them for a little, for our listeners. So the first one is to surround yourself with other entrepreneurs, having accountability partner, getting to mastermind groups, having that cheerleader or people that really can console you, can inspire you. Great that you shared with us this because I'm a huge, huge believer and a big fan of surrounding yourself with other entrepreneurs, especially for those who are just starting out and especially more importantly for those who have no uh, entrepreneurial background like myself I didn't know about entrepreneurship I came from a corporate background the only thing I know was nursing I was working as a nurse and entrepreneurs was not in my radar but up until up until I jumped into it that's when I needed to surround myself to people that are like-minded so it's really important to be around these people that can help you that can not just help you but inspire you the second one is to ask for help this is really huge especially for us women because this is what I noticed we don't we we don't want to ask for help because we don't want to bother other people but it's really important to be able to ask for help and receive that help because what I found out is that people really want to help. And then, of course, the third one, which is really huge, is if something doesn't work out, learn from it and then get it better. Don't count it as because I believe that failures are not really failures because they are learning. They are learning opportunities. When something doesn't work out, that's a learning opportunity. And if you look at it, though, it's just a change of perspective. It gets it gives you uh, absolutely getting the attitude that, oh, okay, then I'm going to need to try something else. I need to try the other way. So that's how uh, you should be looking at, uh, uh, at uh, failures or something that if it doesn't work for you. So great tips here that Dejan just shared with us. And I'll make sure to have this on our show notes. So let's take action on them today. Last but not least, I'd love for you to share our listeners. If there's one woman out there that you admire the most, who would that be and why?
1: That is always a hard question for me i was never one to to be um to sort of use people as icons or whatever the terminology what is but i always uh looked up to and respected oprah i always thought that she is an amazing woman who came from nothing and has accomplished so much so i guess i would have to say oprah
0: Absolutely, I mean, uh, Oprah is such an inspiration to a lot of us, and uh, not for, we salute her for what for who she is and for what she does, not for being that because uh, not just because she's an inspiration to you, but she's also inspiration to all of us here from today's leading women. lastly, Diane, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service where they can get it, and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you, and then we'll end from there.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you three benefits they can get from my service, which you had mentioned before. Saving time, stopping the overwhelm, and feeling empowered in their, in their dress. And you can go to my website, as you also mentioned, www.styleempower, E M P O W E R, styleempower, all one word, dot com. They can contact me at Diane at styleempower and um, I would love to hear from them.
0: All right, so that's www.styleempower dot that's S T Y L empower dot com, or you can email. Diane at dayan at StyleEmpower.com. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go to now, StyleEmpower.com. And if her products and services resonate with you, I highly encourage you to jump in. I know I'm sure we can all learn from what she's putting out there because this is one of the areas that I'm sure we need help with. And her tips and advice, um, I'm sure, will help us. So Again, the link is www.StyleEmpower.com. Dayan, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time, your inspiring story, your expertise, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with your listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life.
1: Thank you so much. It was lovely to talk to you